Coming up on this episode of Up for Debate, we're talking about pets. Yes, your cute and cuddly friends. We're going to talk about the best of them, the worst of them, and the weirdest of them. Stick around. This Up for Debate comes up for you right now. This is Up for Debate, episode number 91, recorded October 18th, 2017. Pet Sounds. Hello, everybody, and welcome to this episode of Up for Debate, uh, the podcast that will talk about just about any topic on the internet. Um, where we can't even think of them. That's how many we'll talk about. I'm Sean Jangs, and I'm joined by man's best friend. It is Matt Mariani. Hello, Matt. How are we doing tonight, Sean? I'm doing excellent, Matt. Even better now that we are here uh, doing the show. Because we had so many Fantastic. ideas, so many ideas for tonight's show. It was very hard to choose. And, and we ended up settling on on this one. So, Matt, I got to ask you, are, are you a fan of pets? Uh, I am a fan of pets. I love uh, pets. However, I think that pets, not all pets are created equal. All right. Uh, some pets are very much better pets than others. For example, you know, uh, I think that there's only one real option for a pet in the truest sense of the word, and that's a dog. The dog is the best pet on earth. Wow, you're not you're jumping right in with the opinions here. <laughs> yeah, um, and I, I'm not afraid to say it. There's no there's no better pet than a dog. And why why is that? Man's best friend. Um, I think they just make the best pets. Like they're they're natural. They're the only thing, the only animal in the whole world. I can think of that is just naturally designed to be a good pet a lot of people say the cat but you know when push comes to shove i think that a cat will abandon you in your time of need and a dog will never abandon you so i don't know if that's true well it is because i just said it so i i okay the the Wikipedia method of fact checking, sure. If you say it, it's yeah. true. Mm-hmm. So, uh, so that's my thought about pets. Thank you, guys. Good night. Wow, you know, Matt, there are are uh, <laughs> there are things other than dogs. There are pets other than dogs. Yeah, there there are pets that are other you know other than dogs, but they're just not as good. Dogs are the best. Others uh, too. Yeah, I, I mean, before we get into comparing dogs to other pets, because I will have opinions, would you like to know some fun, cool dog facts? Of course. Uh, you know, we, we, we do offer college credit for those who watch this show, so we, we have to be factual. <laughs> Did you know that three dogs survived the sinking of the Titanic? Two Pomeranians and one Pekingese? Wow. Isn't that interesting? paddled pretty far i guess to land huh? i don't i don't think that's how it works but <laughs> i mean i don't okay if you say so um let's see uh did you know that 62 percent of u.s households own a pet in general i guess that's just a good fact for the show hmm. high number it, it it's yeah. more than half it's pretty significant I, I don't know how they define a pet though like is a fish a pet or, yeah. or I don't, I'd yeah, have to look at the pet. stats on that. Um, now, Matt, 
Did you know that 45% of dogs sleep in their owner's bed? That's gross. Now, yeah, I was I'm about sorry. to say, where do you stand on that? Are you so so? If you, I know you don't currently have a dog, if you had a dog, you would not let the dog sleep in your bed. You're you're totally against no, that. That's, dogs are, are dirty. Like they carry bugs and what filth. They would not. A dog would not go in my bed with me. No, no way. No. I know a lot of people do that. I've heard of it being a common thing. I would just not. Dogs are dogs should sleep in their dog beds. That's, that's why they made dog beds. Yeah, that's but they what's, have dog bed. what's the difference between a dog bed and a human bed? They're both beds. The, the human bed is the one that I'm sleeping in. I'm in the human bed. No, stop that. You, snuggles, Matt. Snuggles. You got to snuggle <laughs> with the dog. You got to get up close. You got to be personal. You got you to gotta be friends, buddies with the dog. There's a lot of bugs and insects on that dog. Where that is your dog going? He's going in the woods. He's going outside. That's what dogs do. That's what dogs do. Let dogs be dogs. Let them go outside. Let them roll around in the dirt. They they do those kind of things. So uh, I am pro outdoor dog. I am pro getting bugs on dogs, getting dogs dirty, then you know get the bugs off the dogs. But then I am also anti dog in my bed. No. No, that's where I stand on those issues. No, that's no. Come on. That's no, you're missing. Come on. Stop that. No, stop that. No. Hey, look. No. Hey, come on. Dog sleeping beds are great for a number of reasons because they snuggle and they keep you warm and they're your best friends. And the only downside is that it's they get too hot and they can be kind of annoying, uh, especially if they're if they move a lot <laughs> at night, they can be really in your face. But you know, the, the, it, the, and the little dogs are a problem. If you've ever shared a bed with a little dog, uh, you will roll over on them and they don't like that. Hard to do with a big dog. Easy to do with a little dog. <laughs> Especially if you're like me and you move a lot in your sleep, they will learn very quickly. Do not get close to this guy because you will get rolled over on. Uh, you make a pretty good case for why I should sleep with the dogs, but uh, <laughs> I still I still got to hold firm to my convictions here, and I got to say that the bed is no place for a canine. That's for a reason. I'm going to keep my dog in the dog bed. I'm going to let it chill out on its own over there. It's doing its own thing. Now, if, if a dog – I'll make a concession. I'll make a small concession. If a dog wants to – to jump on my bed when it is uh, morning time, when it to wake me up. Uh, yeah, I, will, I think I'll go and I'll, uh, I'll allow that. I think I'll you want a rooster. You don't want a dog. You want a rooster. Yeah, like an alarm clock and the dog goes cuckoo, cuckoo. Yeah, yeah. It's I, time to wake up. Once again. It's time to wake up. I think all dogs do that. I'm pretty sure I've seen it. I like to imagine going into Matt's house and there's a rooster walking around. He's like, Sean, have you met my new dog? <laughs> I'm like, Matt, that's uh, just beautiful dog. Rare breed. Uh, no. Hey, look, all I'll say. So, Matt, it sounds to me like what you want. You want a farm dog. You want an outside dog. Like, why even let the dog in the house at all then? Well, because, you know, the dog can go in the house, you know. Well, not if it's covered it's in bugs that. and dirt. Yeah, but no, a house is fine because then all the bugs and the dirt will, will be on the floor. And the floor is where they belong. You could sweep them up and you clean the floors all the time. But your bed where you sleep, where you have direct – I think the key word there is direct contact with the dog. 
uh, there is your problem that you have that direct contact with the dog. So, so at Matt's house, the dog can, can wander wherever, but don't touch the dog. You can touch the dog. Well, not if it's covered you in can, bugs. You can cuddle with the dog. It's no, you can't. Covered cu- in bugs. You can't cuddle with oh. the dog, but then say it's not allowed in the bed. You're, you're far more likely when, okay, when you're sleeping with the dog next to you, you're far more likely to attract bugs. The bugs will get on you because you're right there. It's just an easy transition. The dog, the, the bugs can leap from from dog to human, dog to human. Uh, rather than when you just simply pet the dog, okay, then you're not really getting the contact. You're not really, you're just kind of petting it. You go and wash your hands and that's over. Then it's over. Uh, wasn't it Ben Franklin who at least gets credit for saying, uh, those who lie with dogs rise with fleas. What is that? What's that famous saying? Something like that. Ben Franklin had syphilis. I don't know if you know this or I not. Did, yeah. so, he also gets credit for a lot of other that, people's quotes. He does. A lot of the things he said might have just been the syphilis eating his brain. But I think he's probably right on that one. If you sleep with the dogs, you will get fleas, is what he said. Now, Matt, what are your thoughts on having a wolf as a pet? Do you think that's an upgrade from a dog or a downgrade? Oh, that's a total upgrade. Are you kidding me? Having a wolf as a pet? You could have it hunt for you? That's awesome. Once again, there's nothing better than having once a again, pet. it would not be having a falcon. Falcon uh, having a falcon as a pet, it might be a little like a, a step up from a wolf, but having a wolf would be really, really cool. I don't think so. You could give it commands and tell it to go attack things and it can be your, like your best oh friend. Did you see there's a mo- there's a movie, I believe, coming out where the wolf. Is like it's like a prehistoric times, and the wolf is the man's best friend. It's supposed to be like how dogs were trained and domesticated. It's coming. It's an actual movie. It's coming out in theaters. It's called. Um, I think it might be even called Man's Best Friend. Mm. Yeah, that just reminded me of uh, of that movie. Owning a wolf would be really cool. I don't. I, I'm concerned, Matt, because I think you've been playing too much Dungeons and Dragons, and I think that you're starting to to confuse fantasy and reality, and and not understanding that I don't. I'm like eighty eight percent certain that it is illegal to own a wolf you've trained to kill. Like that's a that's a weapon, and you will go to prison. Although but you think will about be the it. coolest guy in prison because they're like, hey, man, what are you in here for? Oh, I trained a wolf to kill a guy. Be like, dude, yeah. that's cred. That's street cred. The wolf man. That would be your nickname. You'd be the wolf man for the rest of your life. Which wolf you're man. spending in prison because you killed someone with your wolf. <laughs> I don't know. I'm pretty sure the wolf would get blamed for it, right? The wolf is the one that actually did the Oh, killing. man, this is like this is like a Law & Order episode. Like, Matt secretly, like for years, has been training a wolf without anyone knowing it <laughs> to go out and kill. And he's like, I've never seen that wolf before in my life. To be fair, it does have 32 hit points and a 15-point bite attack piercing, of course. Yeah, with that 2d6 so. damage? Mm-hmm. Awful. Yeah, there's pretty good, pretty good odds there. Pretty good bet. Yeah. Uh, if you had a pet wolf, what would you name it? Chesterfield. Why? 
because it's re- it's a regal name, you know, and I think wolves are very regal, you know. I don't, I don't want to be like too tough of it. I want to be a fancy boy name, you know, like Reginald. I want Reginald the Wolf. Okay. What what, what would you name your wolf? Bloodlust. Bloodlust. Wow, that is really not helping your murder case here. <laughs> I, my wolf has never killed anybody. What did you name it? Bloodlust. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, it's I, he just looks like a bloodlust. I don't know. <laughs> it came to me instantly. Obviously, bloodlust. That's also what I named my first child. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I could see it now. Oh, first God. day of kindergarten. Uh, it says bloodlust. Is, is, that, the, is that a family what? name or is that, uh, is that yeah. like a like religious thing? I don't. <laughs> Yeah, these names are getting weirder every day. Both my parents Blood are lust. Satanists. <laughs> now, Matt, let me ask you a question. Pivoting back to dogs and the purpose of this episode, you know, dogs have uh, dogs aren't just good friends and great to cuddle with, but they also have jobs, which is one of the few pets that have jobs. Dogs can do many things, right? They can herd livestock. They can hunt. They can guard, they can uh, detect things, they can pull loads. Um, some of them even went into space. They are, can be service dogs, like guide dogs, uh, search and rescue dogs, hearing dogs, therapy dogs. Uh, they can be uh, medical detection dogs. There's a lot. What, Matt, what do you think is the coolest job a dog can have? I can't believe I just said that sentence. <laughs> that, what does this show come to 91 episodes and we're talking about the coolest jobs a dog can have it's got to be the dogs that can sniff out cancer that's pretty badass dogs? yeah that's pretty badass. there's dogs that have been trained specifically to sniff cancer to the point where they can identify where the cancer is in the human's body but also not only can they identify it but they can actually figure out where it is but also, job a dog can have. isn't that the most tragic job a dog can have? Because the great thing about a dog is you get to, you want to pet the dog and hang out with the dog. But if the dog comes near you, you have cancer. Like it's such, it's such a, an ironic, tragic situation where it's like the cutest dog and you can never go near it because if it becomes friends with you, you're probably going to die. That's so well, The dog sad. doesn't give you the cancer. You have no. the cancer. But again, you don't know you have it. Well, then the dog is there to, to identify it. And the dog is there to, to sniff it out and tell you about it before it can spread. So hopefully saving your life. Or, or sentencing you to death. Yeah. But that is definitely the most important job that a dog can have. I don't know about the most important. It is a very important it's cool. job. And I it's, think cool. It yeah. it's cool. It's cool. I would say, I think drug sniffing dogs are pretty cool because, like, if I smelled drugs, I would get high and become addicted and go to prison. That's what they taught me in D.A.R.E. But if uh, if a dog sniffs drugs, they're a hero and their job is to smell drugs all day. Like, that's bananas. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of cool. And they're keeping America safe. Yeah, and you're forgetting the coolest part. They get to keep all the drugs when they're done? They get to wear cool little doggy body armor. 
I do, oh, but the sad part is they say don't pet the dog. And I'm like, but that's all I want to do. I know. Those dogs really look like, they always look like the most pettable. Pettable. It's like, you know, it's like the Chick-fil-A phenomenon, right? You want Chick-fil-A on Sunday, or you want Chick-fil-A the most on Sunday. That's exactly right. Because it's the day you can't have it. And these dogs, you want to pet them the most because they're the ones that you can't pet. Yep. Yep, it is tragic. Hmm. Very cool. So. Um, let's see. So, Matt, you made pretty clear earlier that you think dogs are the best pet. Is that is that a fair statement? Yeah, I'm I'm completely certain. Okay. Now, the dog is the best pet. Before you say that, I have an article here and it's titled Here are 15 exotic animals trying to take the best pet title away from dogs. Hmm. I'd like to see that. Are you going to be the judge of that? Yep. That. All right. First up on the list. Bloodlust. No. (laughs) Well, this is a good pet to name Bloodlust. First on the list, the scorpion. Matt, better than dogs or worse than dogs? God. So much worse than dogs. (laughs) The scorpion? Oh, my God. That is a pretty shitty pet. I'm not going to lie. That kind of... Like, I don't even get... At least, like, snakes are cool. Now, even a tarantula is, I think, cooler than a scorpion. 100%. They're not even fun to look at. No. They're just creepy. And don't really do much. They sting you and kill you, so... Yeah, well, I, I will warn you, several things on this list also sting and kill you. Um, you know, also, this article is on a pro-dog website, so every animal that that is on here, they describe why dogs are better. They're like, do I even need to say why dogs are better than a venomous, creepy, eight-legged insect? I didn't <laughs> think so. Next? Okay. Next, Matt, the bearded dragon. Aren't those things extremely poisonous? Uh, I don't think they yeah. are. Oh no no no! I'm thinking of the Komodo dragon. I also don't know if they are, but I'm pretty sure I'm pretty sure the bearded dragon is just like a lizard you keep in a cage. Yeah, no, it's not as cool as a dog. You can't take that thing out for walks. Well, you like, can. Like, just very slow. Of course, it's possible to take it out for walks, but you know, if I try to take my pet scorpion out for a walk, people might get a little upset about it. The the so far the two you've just listed and uh, I I have a feeling the ones you're going to be listing are all just shock value pets like pets when you have company over and you go hey I want you to meet Ricky he's my my pet scorpion you're just you're really just waiting to see you're you're trying to gauge the reaction of your guests you're trying to either freak them out or make them think that you're really badass. Well, one or the other. So let me ask you. Why, about, else would, why the hell else would you have a pet scorpion? Oh, I know. Well, look, the next one on the list is I actually know somebody who bought one of these. A sugar glider. Are you familiar with these? Nope. They were super trendy for like a few minutes. There's a picture of one up on the screen. Um, this And they're like ugly little rodent looking bullshits. And I don't, I have to Google what they actually do because I don't think they do anything. But they're actually, I'm pretty sure illegal 
I don't think you can actually own them. Um, but people own them illegally. And they're, uh, yeah, they're kind of like little little rats, little, little flying rats. They're marsupials. Uh, they're not rodents. If you're looking for a cool marsupial pet, don't like, say why not just get a don't hedgehog. Say, oh, a hedgehog. Oh, hedgehog, yeah, okay, I can get behind that. I mean, yeah, at least they're cool to look at. Mm-hmm. I would say, like, if you have the choice between, like, a guinea pig and a hedgehog, go for the hedgehog. That's a little more, a little more exciting. Just please don't name your hedgehog Sonic. That's no, just, that's cheap. Yeah. That's like naming your dog Rover. Like, no, I don't feel like people don't actually do that. They, they shouldn't actually do that. I hope not. I hope yeah. not. How about it's, a... It's called being original. According, so. to, according to this article, people own wallabies. In Australia? Just like as a pet. It says here... Uh, wallabies are incredibly finicky and require a lot of space, which not everyone has. Plus, they can reach up to six feet in height. Could you imagine owning something six foot tall as a pet? <laughs> that is a very bad idea. Can't those things like rip your your stomach open with their claws or something? Some crazy thing? Most yeah, animals sure can. Yeah. Not great. I don't want to do that. No way. Nope. Uh, what? What? Sorry. Gonna have to pass on the uh, wallaby. Oh boy, yeah. I'm not gonna go through this whole list. Someone suggests a skunk. You want a skunk as a pet? Mm, no, not at all. Who nope. are these people? A spider monkey? Really weird people. Nope. This is just get a dog. Um. So okay, enough of the exotic pets, Matt. What about cats? Because that is the second most popular animal in America, I'm assuming. I don't actually have that stat in front of me, but that seems right. And I know you're a dog guy, but how do you feel about cats? Domestic household cats. Eh, I don't know. I, I don't hate cats. Actually, that's not true. I do. I hate cats. I'm not a big cat person. Uh, but I'm I'm also not opposed to people who want cats. I, I can kind of see how people would get on board with a cat. It just to me is a very distant. I won't even say distant second, like a, like a distant third in the in the world of pets. Like to me, second would belong to the the um, some type of uh, horse, some type of bird, some oh. type of bird, some type of like. Um, Parrot or parakeet. Birds are terrible pets. Like a caged bird would be like a second. That would be a second best pet. What? Um, birds are great. Birds are really cool. They can talk. They're intelligent. Yeah, but they also they're are designed sad. to fly and you keep them in a cage and they don't really do anything. And they're very they messy. You train it to talk. You train it to say things when people come in the house. It you repeats it things. It doesn't actually talk. It just mimics you. It's mocking and you. you. Yeah, but but it does it. It does it so well, and it, it's so amazing how a creature can do such a thing. I'm always impressed, Matt. By it. I mock you really all the time. Okay, it's not I that impressive. All the credit in the world. That's a fantastic trick. It's it's amusing. It's fun. What does a cat do? All right, when you walk in, the cat just sneers at you, and then it then it it plots how it's going to kill you. That's what okay. a cat does. Okay, hang on. Stop. You stop right there. Stop right there. Because cats, right. That's, cats, that's all a cat does. No, because cats are like the Nickelback of pets, and it's not fair because 
Nickelback sucks. Okay. And so do cats. But this, all right. No, but no, no, that's not the, no, no, no. The point I'm getting at is while Nickelback is not a great band by any stretch, I don't think they deserve the mantle of worst band ever. There are worse bands than Nickelback. And that's how I feel about Cats. That's a Cats. Name one. What, Name a one band that is worse than Nickelback. You have 20 seconds. Name one band that's worse than Nickelback. Um, You know I'm not good at on-the-spot stuff Insane. like this. A band that's worse than Nickelback. Starland Vocal Band. Oh, you got it at the buzzer. All right, so there's one band that's worse than Nickelback. I mean, they're Are they're not they're they're generic. Okay. Right said um, Fred is worse. But my anyway what? my okay getting back to cats. My point is that yeah. whoever dogs have working as their PR agent is doing an outstanding job because they get all the praise. There are lots of dogs that suck. They're dogs who are jerks and dogs who are rude and little shitty dogs and dogs that bite you and dogs that that won't come near you. Not all dogs are great. We just talk about the great ones. And I think cats are like that. I've met tons of cool cats. I met cats who will come sit on your lap and will come hang out with you and will play around and who are excited when you get in the door. And I, my brother's cat will crawl up on my shoulders and just hang out because it's cool. There are lots of cool cats. I just don't. I just. I it it bugs me. Cats are unfairly prosecuted in this country. And I don't think that's right. That's why you should vote for me this November. No, I'm just kidding. No. 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 No one's voting for you and your your pro-cat ideology. <laughs> no one's going to... No one, everybody could see right through that. You know, the cat is, is one of the filthiest animals. Cat is filthy. All right? Cats lick themselves. Um, yeah, so do dogs. Have you ever met a dog? Dogs, when dogs do it, there it's it's. I feel like it is um, adorably, like it's like expected of dog. Like I don't know when cats do it, they're just like dirty. They, you know their tongues, how dirty a, dog, a cat's tongue is. You know, did you know that the cat's tongue is actually uh, it's got like these little like serrated edges on mm-hmm. it. Yeah, so that's that's for. But, it's horrifying. Yeah, but why, also, why does it, a cat's tongue have, it? Cat's tongues are sharp. Like they try to lick you, it hurts. No, it doesn't. Oh my god, stop being a baby! Come on, get out of town. No, and look, and it's the thing not, about dogs is, even if you assume dogs have a slightly cleaner mouth, you actively encourage dogs to lick you. It's not like your cat. You're like, come give me a kiss, cat. Like, come on and lick me. No, you don't encourage your cat to do that. The dogs you, you know, do. They're, they're actually. They're finding that that dog's saliva is actually uh, medicinal. It's beneficial. That's not, shut up. When the dog yeah. licks your wound. Stop that. And it's actually trying to clean it that's, and trying to heal you. That's bull- And it actually is working according to science. That's fake, science. Fake news. That's science. That's fake news. That's science. Science is saying these things. Are the Russians science paying you to fake. put this fake information out? Um, Only like half of my normal salary. Oh, so, but like, it's in rubles. Like so. So, yeah. Someday that will be worth a lot. The dog is the greatest pet that a human can own because they love you unconditionally. By the way, unconditional. That's another factor I have to bring up. Cats have. I feel like they have terms. They have conditions. They come with uh, stipulations. All right. A cat will only value you 
you know, as much as it thinks that you're worth intrinsically. It'll it'll kind of assess you and and almost appraise you like it's a like it's some kind of fancy uh, jeweler. It'll it'll evaluate your price tag, all right. And I don't want to live in that kind of a, a household where I'm being evaluated by my own pet for, you know. Matt, look, I've known you for many years. I've never known you to spew such hatred. This is this is this is this is, this is hurtful. It's like I'm seeing a whole new side of you. This is this is kind of like a life or death situation. The way I'm seeing it right now, your your pro cat ideology. Uh, is nothing nothing short of of an affront on on uh there's a war on, going on, on, on dog, out there dog kind um dog dogs were raised from the very beginning to be companions to human beings to be companions to human beings the cat felis domesticus all right is a wild animal it's a wild animal. It's out there hunting. It's out there foraging. Look at its eyes. Look at the cat's eyes. It knows that it's all it's doing is plotting your downfall. That's what the cat's. It's sitting and back. It's sitting back and waiting for you to just die. What? I think that's true of all cats. Wow. I'm. I'm just. I, I'm blown away. I don't even know. I mean, this is. <sighs> All right. So I, I urge you when you go to the polls this November, you're voting for dog. Remember, it's There's no, no on Prop 12. No on Prop 12, which is yes on dogs. I know it's confusing. They always <laughs> do that. Yeah. Um. No, Matt. First of all, you're wrong in a number of ways. One, dogs were not bred to be companions. They were bred for hunting. Hunting companions. Okay. Um, and I don't think I'll ever win this fight against you. Look, I love dogs more than anyone else. I would put dogs above cats. I just don't think it's fair to put down cats. A lot of people own cats. Matt, here you go. I got some statistics for you. You ready for this? Let's break this down. 36.5% of U.S. households own a dog. 30% of U.S. households own cats. However, there are more cats in the United States, about 74 million compared to 69 million dogs. It's because cats breed like mangy wild animals, oh my these God. cats. All right. Jesus. Wandering around, you know, these alley cats. Please Dogs send, are a respectable pet. Send all your hate mail to Matt Mariani, care of coffee and beer, uh, and 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 he can he can answer it because I feel I've been very respectful. I feel Matt's been uh, frankly a little rude, and I, I don't <laughs> I don't think that's I don't you know I don't Matt when you were like a child did like a cat like try and push you in front of a bus or something and now you're exacting your revenge like I don't one or two of them may have scratched me at I, one point in my say, life. This is we gotta get you into some. We got to get you in some immersion therapy. I'm going to mail you and a cat. I have yet. I have yet to receive an apology. So, okay. If you have a cat you'd like to send Matt, send it to Matt Mariani, care of coffee and beer. Uh, and, and, and we'll, we'll turn that frown upside down. Now, Matt, let me ask you a question. Um, this article from the American veterinary association, uh, where I found those statistics I just read, they list a lot of different animals, but for some reason under companion animals, they list four. Okay, dogs, cats, birds, and one more. 
Can you guess what it is? Because apparently everything else like fish, rabbits, turtles, snakes, those are specialty and exotic. But for companion animals, it's dogs, cats, birds, and one more. What do you think it is? Horses. It is. Wow, look at this guy. Very good. Good job. Matt, 1.5% of U.S. households own a horse. Uh, That's about 5 million horses in the United States. Hmm. Fun fact. If you owned a horse, what would you name it? Chesterfield? Uh, no, I would. Oh, no, 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 no. In this case, that's that's what you name Bloodlust. You you got to go. The, the wolf needs a fancy name, and the horse needs like a batshit crazy name. Darth the Destroyer. Like you got to really, really that that needs to be like a four horseman type horse. What, what would you name your horse? Buttercup. Parthenax. Oh, that's pretty good. That's just, I just copied that from uh, Ready Player One. That's, that's, okay. the, that's one of the characters from the book. But uh, that's a pretty cool name for a horse. I don't know. It sounds pretty neat. Fair. I'll, I'll name mine, uh, what, what was it? Wade, uh, what was his stupid last name in that stupid book? <laughs> Wade Wilson or whatever baloney that was. Um, yeah, so uh, yeah. horses. I don't, know. I don't know if a horse is really a good pet. I feel like there is a size limit to what makes like too small and too big ruins what's a good pet. Like an ant is not a good pet. Like even a scorpion is probably too small to be a good pet. And a horse I think is too big to be a good pet. Yeah. Mm. Hmm. I don't know. I, a horse Horses, I mean I don't know if they are technically pets, I guess, but it's like saying that you own a pet or like a, like it's, it's I, I always associate it more with like farm life. Well, is it, can you there's have a, a lot cow of, as there's a pet? There's a lot of stipulation. There's a lot of what? Can you have a cow as a pet? Yeah. If you, if you can have a horse as a pet, I don't see why you can't have a cow. Um, don't have a cow. So, uh, there's a lot of requirements, I would feel like. There's a lot of zoning requirements mm. for both of these animals. Special permits, and it would just be so expensive at the end of the day. Unless you're unless you're some kind of like serious horse rider slash breeder. I just don't see it happening. Probably one of the most difficult pets to own, I feel like. The cleanup has got to be, you got to take them to a spe- very, very special veterinarian all about that hmm. i don't know about that i agree it does sound very difficult um man are fish good pets just kind of the lamest pets you can have uh, like they're more like a decoration than a pet i own fish when i was young that was my only pet they're they're okay they're okay they're just they're like i said they're more like it's kind of like having a lava lamp that's alive <laughs> that's the best description of fish i've ever heard it's like a lava yeah. lamp but alive 
Yeah. So that's how I feel about it. You know, the, the problem with fish, it's kind of like with horses, right? It's the like work to enjoyment ratio. Be like, and with horses, that actually might work out because, yeah, they're a lot of work, but mm-hmm. also horses are kind of cool and you can ride. Like, horses are like the only pet you can ride. So that's pretty cool. Um, the thing about fish is they're a lot of work, you know, especially because it's a big box of water. Um, but on the other hand, they're not that much fun or enjoyable as a pet. So it's like a lose lose. You have a pet that's a ton of work. And you can't really even enjoy that much. Here's where I'm going to disagree with you, though. All right. So they're, they're not the most exciting, like in pet terms, but I feel like they're one of the few pets where what you put in, you get like double back. So like, have you ever seen the shows where they build like crazy exotic fish tanks? Sure. And fill them with like awesome exotic fish and they they'll do it for like professional athletes and people with lots and lots of money to piss away uh-huh um, like if you put a lot of time and a lot of money and a lot of effort into building the greatest fish tank like that that could really be a, a true like hobby uh i think it's a thing that people can get tremendous enjoyment out of so basically an aquarium you're saying yes, I should just yeah. go to the aquarium and not own fish. Well, you got to own the fish. The fish make the aquarium. Well, I, I don't know. I mean, because then all I can, all I think about when I see a fish tank is some jerk has to clean all the fucking algae out of this thing, and it is not unless you're like raising trout in your aquarium and then you plan to eat them. Like it is so not worth. But get a get a fish screensaver for your computer, and you get the exact same amount of enjoyment. Get a big TV monitor, put it on your wall, and put well, up one of those four K aquarium videos, and boom, you're done. Well, you're not a fish aficionado. Aficionado. Mm-hmm. Aficionado. Did you okay. see what I did there? Yeah. All right. Okay. Yes. So, that, enough is enough. Um, <laughs> but some people are. Some people are big into fish. And those people, I think, I I think they can get just as much enjoyment out of owning a fish tank and and designing it as somebody who owns a dog or a cat can. Uh so are fish better than cats? Mm-hmm. Don't don't soften on your stance, Matt. You can't win the re- you can't win the election. I'd rather own. A big tank of fish. Of dogs. Really, really nice, exotic, beautiful, just tremendous, beautiful, beautiful fish. The best fish you've ever seen in your life. Fish. Lots of fish everywhere. I'd rather own that than a dog. I mean a cat. A cat. I meant to say a cat. Wow. Wow. What about a lobster? You think a lobster would make a good pet? Lobster would make a good pet until you make the water too hot. Mm. Mm. It's it's the pet you can and eat. And it makes a really good. And it makes a really good dinner. That could be the slogan: "Lobster, the pet you can <laughs> eat." I like it. Call us lobster people. We're looking for sponsors. Uh, let's see what 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 other pets have. How about this? About? If you're the first caller to call in tonight, if you see the number at the bottom of your screen. The first caller to call in tonight, Sean, will personally I would not get your hopes up for that. 
I would not get your hopes up for that. You know what I'll do is I'll get you a fish tank and I'll put inside of it the cat that I was going to give to Matt, but he clearly doesn't want. So <laughs> uh, it's a good spot for it. It is. Um, Matt, what about uh, what about chickens? You think chickens make good pets? Chickens are dirty. Chickens are probably dirtier than cats are. <laughs> chickens are filthy. I really hope this becomes a running joke in all of our episodes. Where we're like, just regardless of the topic, you have to shit on cats for no reason. You know, we're like, oh, well, they suck. This week we're talking about the new Marvel movie, Black Panther. Oh, he was a terrible cat. I hate cats. <laughs> um, no poultry. You're you're not you're not a fan. You're a fan of eating it, not of having it as a pet. Exactly right. Not a desirable pet. Not at all. I've seen the things that chickens can do. I see. I've seen what they're capable of. It's believe me. It's whoa. <laughs> well, you don't want it as a pet. You don't want a chicken as a pet. Nasty, nasty things. Oh boy, I don't want to know what that means. Themselves to each other to other animal. No, they join in the gangs. They have to kill to be initiated. They're trading drugs out on the street corners. They've got the police in on the take. It's a whole thing. Yep. It's, I, I'm always amazed whenever I see chickens out there. I'm amazed that these are creatures that we eat. Dirty, dirty. I don't know. I think they're kind of cool. I wouldn't, I wouldn't necessarily think they're a good pet for me, but I could see them being like a reasonable pet for somebody to own because they're not like super high maintenance. If um, a chicken, if one chicken was the size of a dog, would you own it as a pet? God, no. No, nothing with a beak that big. They're going to peck you to death. Yeah. Like, I feel like I could wrestle a dog. I don't know if I could, like, in a fight, I don't know if I could win a fight against a dog-sized chicken. No. No, I wouldn't take that pet. But would you own a dog that was the size of a chicken? I guess they already have dogs that are the size of chickens. Never mind. Scrap that. Moving on. Moving on. Keep the tape rolling here. Um... (laughs) Yeah, no, I was going to say, when it comes to chickens, I guess this is a mini rant, but what is with people who, I I get if you have a chicken as a pet, I don't really have an issue with that, good for you, like, that's your thing, but why don't people just let them roam around their yards and, like, in the streets? Like, I drive by houses on roads sometimes, and they're just, like, chickens hanging out in the yard and right next to the road, like, when did that, when did that become a thing? Um, that's called They Escaped. No, no, no. People, they're called free-range chickens, Matt, and it's a terrible idea because they get hit by cars and they get lost and they get eaten by boxes and other things. But they were happy while they were alive, and that makes their meat taste better, apparently. That's that's what the science says. Yeah. I don't know. I would probably not go for the chicken as a pet. If anything, I think roosters are more utilitarian because at least they'll crow and try to wait and they'll wake you up. Yeah, but they don't lay eggs. The rooster, the hens can't lay the eggs without the rooster. So you got to have at least one rooster in there. But then if you have too many roosters, then it's a problem because they'll kill each other. Sex with the hens. So Story of my life. (laughs) Yeah. Mm, Happens all the time. 
Uh, now, Matt, I, you know what I think is a cool pet, actually? Like, I know I know you were like, oh, birds are cool as pets. I think snakes are actually kind of cool as pets. I rep for snakes. I think snakes are kind of neat. Um, I think they're, they're, they're a fun pet because you can... They live in a tank, so they're not going to go anywhere. But at the same time, you can hold them, and they're neat to look at, and they kind of just hang out. But they're more fun than, like, a scorpion or a lizard. I have a theory about the snake right okay snakes are a really good pet until the first time you come home feed your pet snake because it's time for him to eat yeah and you discover that the cage is empty yeah but i'm i'm not i'm not saying you should get like a giant python or something poisonous He's somewhere in your house. You don't know where he went. You can't find him anywhere. You check every every cabinet. You check every nook and cranny for him. You think he's under the floor. He's not on the floor. Is he under the the uh, table? Is he in your bed? Where is he? And then all of a sudden you realize somehow he's gotten himself down the drain. Like he's down in your in your sink. All right. Now you got a live snake down there. Like, suppose there's another one that's down there, too, and they lay eggs. Then you have a problem in your house. You got to get an exterminator. What? What? What world do you live in? This is a scenario that I've I've always feared about owning a snake. And I, I wouldn't own one just for that reason. I don't. First of all, they. I think if you pick the right snake, I don't think you have to worry if you're just not an idiot, I feel like it's not that hard to keep <laughs> them from escaping. I've got to be honest. I mean, and I don't think tricky. they can be pretty crafty. These snakes, they're not that scary. And I think that, you know, I used to pick up like garden snakes in the woods and just play with them. Cause they're not, you know, the, the like super poisonous shit. Yeah. But other, no, they're not. Come on. I don't think they're that bad. No, you disagree. Um, I do. I do disagree. I, I mean, they're they're all right. They're all right. They they're not as tricky as, uh, say, your average. Um, but I would say that I wouldn't trust one. I wouldn't trust one in my house for sure. I wouldn't personally. I wouldn't trust one. Okay. You know what I would trust though. A dog. I would trust a dog. Mm. I trust a dog any day. Mm. I'm I'm sorry to to sense a theme here. Um, Matt, let me ask you one more question here. Um, if you could have a mythical pet, uh, a, a creature of myth and legend as a pet, which would okay. you go for? God, there's. I know it's a tough. I don't. I don't mean to put you on the spot. We did not talk about this. Ahead oh, of there's time. just so many choices. Um, you know, you've got some some strong options out there. You know, I mean, my initial thought is to go for either a Pegasus or or a Phoenix or so, some kind of flying creature, right? And mm-hmm. the Phoenix is pretty cool because it just keeps coming back. But it's also on fire. It's also flaming and on fire. Yeah, there's that. So, um. Hmm. Maybe uh, 
What are those things called? Oh, um, a sphinx. Oh, sphinxes are pretty. Aren't they? Aren't they like tricksters though? Yeah, but not if you're like. Oh, you want to just be friends with one? You want to hang out with one? Yeah, yeah. I would. I would love to hear its riddles all day. It would come up with the best riddles. Uh, I don't know if it would. I don't think it would try to trick you. Usually, they're very protective. So maybe like you just have one protect your house, and it it tells other people riddles and confuses the hell out of them, so they can't break into your house. Mm-hmm. I think that's pretty cool. I'd probably befriend a sphinx. I was thinking like a griffin might be kind of cool because you get the you get the the eagle and the lion. You kind of get the best of both worlds. It flies. You can ride it. Again, like a horse, probably yeah. difficult to care for. Yeah. Sphinx is cool. It has the head of a man. Uh, you'd also say the kind of the same thing of a centaur, right? But they're supposed oh, to sure. be pretty rowdy. Yeah, the problem is like a like a satyr or a mermaid or any kind of like half human stuff. Like, do you really want to own them as a pet? Like, they're kind of like people. Yeah. I, I think I'm, we're in like a legal gray area. They would be less of a pet and more of a roommate, I think. Ooh, this sounds fun. Yeah, Matt, like a, Matt and his mythical roommate. <laughs> uh, that sounds awesome. What about like, uh, would you pull a Harry and the Hendersons and have a Bigfoot? Um, no, 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 no. I wouldn't have a Bigfoot. That's that goes back to the argument with why I won't share my bed with a dog. Like, <laughs> but you would, but you would roommate with a Bigfoot. Yeah, okay, that makes sense. Dirty, like they got a lot of bugs. Bugs on him. Would you be roommates with Frankenstein's monster? Um, no. no, no, I don't think I would. I don't think he'd pay his rent. Count on it. Don't. It's hard to get a job when you don't have a social security number or a birth certificate. I assume. Yeah. I would assume that would. Yeah, that'd be kind of a uh, a necessary thing. Well, Matt, uh, we're just about out of time on pets. If you can believe it, we've talked nearly an hour on the topic. Um, I hope everyone out there realized how prepared we were to talk about this. Now, uh, Matt, are there any closing thoughts you want to to have on, on pets, perhaps declare your favorite pet? I think we know where you're going to go with that. Um, any, yeah. any, advice, any advice to the folks out there thinking, hmm, like you and I, neither of us own pets. As people who don't, you know, any advice, like, hey... A listeners out there looking to get a pet, what would you tell them based on what we've learned here tonight? Uh, I would say you might think that you can trust in what they do. Uh, I mean, you might think that you can trust dogs. Uh, you would be absolutely right. Trusting a dog is the right option. Loving a dog is a great option. Uh, trusting a cat. I don't know. I just don't know about that. I don't know. I, I, these cats, they have these records, these uh, behaviors they're, to them. I don't know if I would trust them. They're flooding over know. the border. Mm-hmm. They're mating with our women. They won't speak the language, know. Matt. These cats. I don't know if we can trust these cats. I have to say about that. Cats, not great pets. You can't ask for a better pet. And I'm glad we we cleared that up. We cleared the air a little bit there. Yeah. I mean, I think I would say to the folks out there looking to get a pet, I think the most important thing is not 
which pet you get. Because I feel like they're all different pets for all different people. And I think that's cool. I think the most important thing is to get a size-appropriate pet. If you live in a small space, get a small animal. If you live in a big space, get a bigger animal. Do not get a horse. Do not get a scorpion. Get something appropriately sized. Could be a dog. Could be a cat. Could be a rooster. Could be a gerbil. Could be a whatever. But get the right sized pet for you. I think that's 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 an important takeaway. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Also, dogs are excellent. So I We didn't talk about rabbits. We didn't because they're terrible pets. <laughs> what? Rabbits are great. Rabbits, gerbils, guinea pigs. Uh, I'm on the fence about rats. They're very... Anything that has to live in a cage nearly full time and spends most of its time sitting and eating is a lame pet. Super lame. How about the pet rock? Oh, that's a, that's the... I mean, it is a low-maintenance pet, which is great. You know, that you're going to save on your vet bills. I think that's a, that's a pretty good... What about a Furby? Are you, do you, are you a fan of... The, or the Tamagotchi. I mean, it's a virtual pet. Tamagotchis are, are good. Tamagotchis are good. I I was never good at them. I don't think I ever raised the Tamagotchi to adulthood, but it's hard. I also never made it to Oregon and Oregon Trail, so... <laughs> uh, you were As a kid, you weren't into finishing things. That wasn't really your style. You were too cool for that. Not that I wasn't into it. I just wasn't very good at those that finishing at those surviving. Things, so. It's amazing. You've made it this long. Not great at Oregon. I was actually notoriously terrible. I, I, I trusted the native American tribes way too willingly. Tried to, I tried to cross every single, pretty much every single like river I came across or anything like that. Also, I sucked at the, that shooting the Buffalo game. So I died pretty quickly. My people were wiped out pretty quickly Ooh, you, i'm really glad i wasn't a real settler you know what might be fun matt tell me if this is a terrible idea what if you and i did a live playthrough of the oregon trail for an episode on this show like the original oregon trail i think you've got yourself an episode i think that's a that's a slick idea right there and see and see if we as now adults who have to actually survive in our daily lives can traverse a 1990s computer game the answer will surprise you. Um, good. Well, I, I hope we helped everyone out there with their pet questions. If you have a question about your pet, ask the pet experts. You can send us an email up for debate TV at gmail.com or tweet at us at up for debate TV on Twitter. Uh, and we will take your questions um, and not know the answers to them, but that's okay. All feedback is welcome. Of course, you can visit our website at upfordebate.tv where all of the episodes are past, present, future, and you can click the subscribe button and get links to everywhere you can get the show, the audio, the video, uh, and even more places to subscribe. It's the place to be. Uh, I do want to give a tease. The, uh, oh shoot, you know what? It might not be the next episode. On the, Are we definitely doing fears next week? We got to, isn't it Halloween? Well, but that's what I'm saying. So the movie draft, then we won't air until we'll air it after fears. We'll do it in two weeks. So our next episode fun. We actually, we, we actually know what we're doing next week. We can tease it. Matt and I are doing a sweet 16 style bracket to determine the best fear just in time for Halloween. It's going to be a fun one. And then the week after that is our big 2017 winter movie draft. We've got, Teams of two, 10 players, are going to be going head-to-head with some of the season's biggest movies, and we got some big ones coming out this year. We got uh, Thor Ragnarok. We've got 
the new Fifty Shades of Grey movie, which I know you're excited about. We've got all kinds of big franchise films. It's going to be a great one. Uh, so you got to subscribe to the show. Get the episodes when they come out in your podcast player or on YouTube. Uh, that is definitely the best way to do it. We're going to wrap up this episode. On behalf of Matt, I'm Sean. Thanks, everybody, so much for joining us. Hope you had as much fun as we did. And we'll see you next time for uh, what will end up being a very spooky episode of Up for Debate.